when you eat an entire brownie or when you eat an entire bag, when you finish the edibles, you're going to get pretty stoned. That's what sends you on the bad trip. When you do too much, (laughs) when you really, when it comes to edibles, you really don't need much. You really don't need much. Like if you're one of those people that have had like bad experiences before, I'm pretty sure the amount of milligrams you had was pretty high, right? Like it was like, it was, it was, um, I was in high school. Like this is like the trip that just made me feel <laughs> in my hands. Like I'm not gonna do edibles. That's why, like, if I do edibles, like I'm gonna be honest. I literally, I always ask you, you give me my dosage. I don't know what the fuck I need. So in high school, I think I was like in the 10th or 11th grade. I was with my friend who's like, man, I got this brownie. Like, let's split it. I trust him on honor. I took it. I ate half of the fucking brownie. <laughs> and so we go to history class. Girl, when I say, like, as soon as I sat in my chair, it's like it hit me like, boom. I can see where this is going. sexual and spiritual wellness and the topic of the day is how to avoid a bad trip you don't want to end up like Morgan here (laughs) don't be alarmed they're totally safe you just got to know how to do it right and that's why I'm here to teach you almost everything you need to know about consuming edibles I'm Delilah and welcome to my show Go ahead and grab yourself some tea, maybe some water, a yummy snack, and if you want, feel free to roll up or pack a bowl, grab a drink, eat something, whatever you want, whatever feels good for you. I want you to be comfortable here and know that when you're here, you can be yourself. Feel free to chime in on the conversation i'll be uploading this podcast to youtube so if you're watching from youtube please leave a comment and tell me about your bad trip tell me about your early experiences with cannabis or whatever it may be i want to hear about it and don't worry i respond (laughs) so we can actually have a conversation about this let's chat You can find all of my links in uh, my description. Uh, My YouTube is youtube.com slash Delilah's Day. I am Delilah's Day on Instagram. Pretty much all of my handles. So give me a follow. Feel free to contact me. I'm really nice and I'd love to be friends. You'll definitely want to stick around into the end so you can hear the end of Morgan's story. It's actually a really funny one. All right, so you got your bong rip. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take one too. This hurts. I deserve that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
We deserve the good weed. We deserve the good vibes. Me? <laughs> Weedhead, what? Yes, I say Weedhead just because, like, we were really able to educate people on pretty much anything, you know? Like, that's really a Weedhead. Okay. Whether you smoke it or not, like, you know? I think, I feel like you could take back the claim just because you weren't able to. I can take, I can reclaim it. Exactly. I can reclaim it. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. And that's the thing. People have this, this view of me. Because I talk about cannabis so much, and it's like, she must get stoned all day. She must get high all day. She must, you know, and it's like, there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that, but I am definitely... Far more into it. I'm far into it, and also, like, I just kind of do it with intention. Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to apply that to my everyday life and like with everything that I do that like why am I doing this it's rare that I'm doing something for nothing I try to make like the best use of my time and it's, it's usually always for something like whether it be medicinal recreational it's for a reason like okay I'm feeling a little tired right now I need to wake up what am I going to choose to do am I going to drink coffee or am I going to smoke some sativa you know, and sativa helps me. Lit literally just gives me that little boost that I need, you know? Mm -hmm. So. And to make it something positive? I think so, too. I think so, too. Because mm -hmm. she doesn't just be, like, stoned all day. <laughs> At all. Damn, I didn't realize that that, uh, that Gushers was going to get me to stone. <laughs> I was really like, okay. Are you feeling it? <laughs> I was just thinking today, I was like, damn, I deserve a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. I was like, today I feel like having a glass of wine. And you know, like, unfortunately I didn't have any. <laughs> Why are you saying I don't know. I just didn't think of it, but I didn't have any. But I was like, you know what? I guess I'll just eat an edible. Yeah. So I took like a little. How was your Eddie? I took a little five milligrams, five milligrams of the uh, of the um, I took five milligrams of the space jams. Okay. Have you had those? Uh -uh. They're really good. I don't do edibles really unless I'm honestly with you. Like I don't. Hmm. They're not my preference. They make me feel overly high, and I don't enjoy that. That's very valid. You know, That's I, very valid. Yeah. yeah, some people have that experience. Like, they're not for everyone. Edibles are not for everyone. Just because it's a different sensation. Mm -hmm. And people eat them, like, sometimes expecting to feel similar to smoking when it's very different because you're digesting it. Mm -hmm. That mean like, that mean because you're digest, because you are digesting weed, it's basically like the weed kind of travels throughout your body. And so you're feeling the high. <laughs> yeah, you're feeling the high in different parts of you. So I literally, like when I take them, I can feel it like moving down. Yeah. You know? No, I get that And it's experience. like a full bodied, it's a full bodied high yeah. versus just like, I feel Most like. people feel like they feel it in the head. I feel like smoking is more so like in the head. Like you feel it in your body too, but I feel mm -hmm. like it's mainly in your head area. Exactly. But like 
when you eat it, it moves throughout everything. So you feel it's like everywhere. Mm. It kind of takes it takes over you a little bit more than smoking does. So that's why I'm very careful when I take edibles. Like I'm usually at home. I'm usually I know I don't have to dry for a while. I know I don't have to go anywhere. Like I'm not gonna pop an edible before I go to the mall. I don't think. <laughs> Not you know, I'm not saying that I go to the mall, but like, <laughs> no, I yeah, you. it's just better for me personally. It's better for at home mm-hmm. or like if you're if I'm doing something important, I'll microdose edibles mm-hmm. like I'll take just a little bit like when, when I say little bit, I mean like two point five milligrams. OK, so like, so like a micro dose. Yeah, like a micro dose. And it's not like I'm getting stoned. It really just kind of. It just makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel a little bit lighter. I feel like I can breathe a little bit better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just, I feel a little bit more calm. Depending on what kind of edible I take, I feel more focused, you know, more alert. Just activating my endocannabinoid system, you know, like just having it in my body, you know, like as small amount as it is, like it, it still affects you, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that that's great for, like, situations like that. Yeah. Just I, I just can't do it at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it, that's totally fine to, like, not even want anything to do with it, you know? Yeah. So. Like, I, like it has to be where I'm just exactly what you explained. I have to be at home because I will, like I said, I will become socially awkward. Like, I will be paranoid. I I just be tripping off of it. <laughs> and Eddie. <so. laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Give me a leaf. <laughs> okay, so you prefer flour. Yeah. That is that yeah, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. It's just when it comes to edibles, you really have to be careful. And that's what people don't understand. You really <laughs> have to be careful. You really have to be careful and like know your boundaries, know your surroundings. Know and everything. you know what else? Know what it really feels like because you know there's legal shops and then there's the trap shops. And like a ten milligrams at a trap shop is not going to be the same as a ten milligrams at a legal shop at right. all. Like, when I first started working in cannabis and I was working at all these illegal shops, well, not illegal, it was, like, pre-legalization. So it was, like, everything was a little bit more unregulated. Uh, We were able to have, like, 500 milligram treats in the dispensary. 500 milligrams? 500 to, like, 1,000. Like, that was normal. And that's what people were buying? That was normal back then. Like, back (laughs) then, that was normal. The 100 milligram cap, that's a new thing. That was, like, established in 2018 when it became recreationally legal. Before then, we were able to have, like, up to 1,000 or even more. And that's what people were buying. Yeah, people were, I mean, it was. That's why I was bugging. Okay, here, listen. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Things weren't as regulated back then. And, like, it's kind of the same for trap shops nowadays like the trap shops are the illegal dispensaries uh the black market so you say um what was i saying (laughs) (laughs) you're about to explain the dosage and like how everything is okay yeah so yeah basically back when i was back when i was working at the um 
like pre-legalization, pre let, let's just say pre-legalization before everything kind of turned into what it is now. Mm-hmm. I was working at dispensaries and, you know, the whole testing situation wasn't as much as it is now because back then there was a lot more like mom and pop situations going like there was a lot more mom and pop businesses. So, like, the edibles you were eating in dispensaries pre-legalization were probably made in somebody's kitchen. They were probably made, like, literally in someone's home just because, like, there was a lot more small businesses. Like, the big big businesses kind of took over. So, you don't really see too much of that anymore. But back then, it was kind of like someone can make it in their kitchen and then sell it to a dispensary and and they'd sell it. Um, so there was no, like, I mean, there was sometimes, but like a lot of the times there was no like testing going on. So essentially there was a lot of guesswork. Mm-hmm. So when I first got into like these shops, I thought that my dosage, I thought that like the perfect dose for me, like the dose that makes me feel good was 300 milligrams because I'd be taking, I'd be eating like all these gummy worms. Like my favorite snack was like or my favorite edible was um, gummy worms. And I would eat like a whole 300 milligram pack in a day and I'd feel really good. And I think that I was really consuming 300 milligrams. So when I finally started going to like the more legal shops, I tried a 20 milligram thinking like nothing was going to happen because I had been taking 300 milligrams or so I thought this whole time. But the 20 milligrams made me have a really bad trip. Because it was a true 20 milligrams. Right. So it's like people have to be really careful with their dosage just because you kind of have to know exactly how much you're taking so you can find that sweet spot. Like me personally, I know that five milligrams makes me feel good. I know that that's all I need. I don't need much. Like when when you eat an entire brownie or when you eat an entire bag, when you finish the edibles... You're going to get pretty stoned. That's what sends you on a bad trip. When you do too much, (laughs) when you really, when it comes to edibles, you really don't need much. You really don't need much. Like if you're one of those people that have had like bad experiences before, I'm pretty sure the amount of milligrams you had was pretty high, right? Like it was like, it was, it was, um, I was in high school. Like this is like the trip that just made me feel like (laughs) my hands, like. I'm not going to do edibles. That's why, like, if I do edibles, like, I'm going to be honest. I literally, I always ask you, you give me my dosage. I don't know what the fuck I need. No, you can cuss on here. You can cuss on here. It's okay. I don't know what I need. Like, tell me because I'll be bugging. So, in high school, I think I was, like, in the 10th or 11th grade. I was with my friend. He's like, man, I got this brownie. Like, let's split it. Show. You didn't ask him like how much it was. I no, mean, we we I definitely mean, didn't. I didn't either. I didn't yeah, either. No, we were in I didn't high either. School, so and not like that. He like you know like my people's made it. You know I trust him, so I'm, I'm I took it. I ate half of the fucking brownie. <laughs> and so we go to history class. Girl, when I say like as soon as I sat in my chair, it's like it hit me like zoom. I so, could see where this is going. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, zoom, right? And I, I feel like my friend is watching me because he goes, whatever our teacher's name is. And he's like, Mr. History. <laughs> he's like, she needs to go to the nurse. <laughs> he he said, said it for me. No, but I was getting ready to ask. The teacher's like, can I go to the nurse? 
Wait, because why did you want to go to the nurse? Because I felt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like in another dimension in my life. I promise you. I didn't hear anything the teacher was talking about. I just was like, whoa, it's time to go. <laughs> so he's like, we just came from lunch. And I'm like, I don't feel well. Yo, I'm laughing so loud because I know exactly the feeling that you're talking about. I remember eating those strong ass edibles back then. Like, we didn't know what the hell we were eating. Girl, so I go to the nurse, I I sleep. The bitch only let me sleep about 10 minutes. She goes, I gotta go to lunch. You gotta go back to class. I said, I'm not going back to class. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you're in high school, you think you're just so grown. I'm like, I'm not going back to class. I don't feel good. Well, you need to go sit in the office. Go sit in the chair. Okay. <laughs> Girl, I go in there. Miss Principal. <laughs> Look, Miss Principal, I need to go home. <laughs> Girl, they call they call my my brother the oldest one. Mr. Wickedhead himself. My cousin. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Perfect person to call. See, I didn't have nobody to call, so lucky you. Girl, <laughs> and Miss Principal <laughs> tried to tell Mr. Otis. I think she tried to tell him on the low I was high. <laughs> I really did. I really What did she say? She was super cool, though. You know, I was a cheerleader, so she, like, really looked out for the cheerleaders. She was super cool. She was my coach. So she, like, let me sleep. She let me trip out everything <laughs> like, <laughs> and you know she just took care of me and she just made sure I was straight until my brother came <laughs> so what were you what were you feeling what were you experiencing during that time like what was that like for you what were those feelings the entire time what do you mean have you ever felt like when you get high like you you just feel like the world just goes boom it gets still <laughs> I literally felt that the entire time, like over and over and over again. To the car. I walked to the car by the time we get home. Um, so I'm walking up the stairs. Girl, I get to the top of the staircase. You know, it's all black carpet in the hallway. Right. (laughs) I threw up. Oh my God, you threw up from weed? Yes. I don't know what was in that brownie, but I threw up. I went to bed, I woke up, I ate um, a real brownie. (laughs) 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 Without (laughs) weed. And I still felt high. I went back to sleep. It still was June land. And when I woke up the next day, that's when I felt better. Like, I didn't go to school, though. (laughs) Uh, That's what the day Did you did you feel like you needed to recover or yes. what? Yes, I was exhausted. <laughs> my head hurt, and I said, "I'm just not gonna ever do an edible again." Okay, see that's the thing. Okay, see, and I talk about this all the time. I literally I have talked about this multiple times. <laughs> Listen, everyone, and I'm talking to everyone out there that has ever had a bad trip. Think about when you had that bad trip. Like she just described, she had her bad trip in high school. Did you have your bad trip in high school? Are you basing your whole perception on edibles uh, based on this one experience? 
because times have changed and like we're really really fortunate because I really feel like we're doing things the right way everything is tested everything is childproof you know exactly what you're consuming you know exactly how much you're consuming you know that it's safe you know that it's organic everything on the legal market is organic so it's completely safe so it's like if you had a bad experience before, it's worth it to just give it another try. And I can help you. I can give you some stuff that's like, no, and I can I can tell that. you, like the mints. Did I give you the mints? No, you gave me like jellies and you gave me like drops and stuff like that. You definitely opened my horizon again. I just wouldn't honestly do an edible without you. Okay. Just because... Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally understand. I totally understand. And like I've been like actually turning a lot of people like people close to me that will tell me like I'm like, "Oh, what is this? Like what kind of edible?" And I look at it and I can tell that it's like some illegal shit cuz it looks totally different. Like you can instantly tell. It'll be like 500 milligrams like that's not really a thing anymore. Yeah. And she's taking what she thinks is 50 milligrams. So she's taking, quote unquote, 50 milligrams. I give her a whole pack of edibles that are 10 milligrams each. She takes two of them because, you know, she thinks she can handle it because <laughs> she thinks she's taking 50 milligrams this whole time. She's tripping. Right. Like bad. Right. Uncomfortable. And I'm, I told her. She didn't believe me. She's like looking at me like because I'm taking like, you know, five milligrams at a time. And she's like, you taking five milligrams? Like. I take like 50, I take 100. I'm like, how Girl. can you handle that? Like, right. that's a lot. She's like, no, like, it's nothing. I do it all the time. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, let me give you something. I have something for you. So I gave her a whole pack of like some um, legal gummies, the Space Gems, actually. Like, they're so good. She ate two of them like as soon as she got in her car. And then she took. more probably on the way. You no, know, she just ate two, like, she just ate two of them, you know, because she was like, okay, like, they taste really yummy, you don't taste any weed, like, they're really sweet, like, they taste really good, and um, she texted me, like, an hour later, like, yo, like, I'm tripping, Yeah. like, I'm having a bad trip, and it's like, I understand, I've never taken, I mean, I, I probably have before, but I feel like my last, like, bad, bad edible trip, I had, like, 20 milligrams. So that's like a good place to be to like have a bad experience because it is strong. Twenty milligrams is strong. If you're if you're if you're a heavy smoker, it may not be as strong. But I just think that like five milligrams is like the perfect dose. It, it sounds really mild, but it really is enough. And I think that's a great place for like people like you to start. Yeah, yeah, because I just be over it. <laughs> like, just give me a board, and I'm good. no i feel you i feel you did you like the cbd drops that i gave you the the juna cbd drops yes good um i actually gave some drops to one of my cousins that um has um underlying health issues okay and it worked really yes really um so that was like a positive from that okay it made me excited that's good. Because I, nothing has worked. Really? Yes. And even with doctors, anybody. So. Really? She told me, she was like, girl, they worked. I said, you are lying. She said, they did. They took my pain away. I said, mm. 
I'm so glad that, you know, they ended up in the right hands. Right. I'm, yeah. s- I'm so glad that it worked for her. I'm so glad that... She took my gummies. That <laughs> she tried... Okay, so it was the gummies. It was both. Okay. I gave her the drops and everything, but I gave her the gummies. I said she couldn't have my drops. Oh, okay. So you... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so is she still consuming? Like, what is she doing now? Um, so she definitely went and found the brand as far as the gummies. Okay. Um, the drops are up to me. <laughs> got it, got it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it worked. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. Definitely. Because what she's going through right now, it, it was, it's like a miracle. So you don't have to, like, mention her name or anything, but, like, is it, like, and I can cut this out if you want. Is it, like, a hormonal thing? Is it a woman thing? Um, cut out. Yeah. And, um, while we are on this commercial break, please take a moment to go on Amazon and search for my adult coloring book. It is called Calm Down Adult Coloring Book by Delilah Dalton. It has a green cover and a woman meditating on the front. It's only $9.99 or $19.99 if you want the hardcover, which I highly suggest. Hope you enjoy. My Etsy shop is Wellness Wednesday. So just like this podcast, my Etsy shop is called Wellness Wednesday. Just search me up on Etsy and you'll find my stuff. Back to the show. Mm. Yeah. That's amazing that it, it helps her pain. Yeah. That's really amazing that that, that helped for that. I know. That's why I was excited. So anytime I see her, I give her drops. Anytime, yeah, anytime I see her, I give her drops. But um, she took all the gummies. Good. And that, it like, even that, even though it's not as strong as the drops, um, the gummies still help more than what she's been on through. So. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that's what I say. So the drops helped her. See, and you she know. She was sitting there and I was like, just, just tell me how you feel in 30 minutes. Okay. That's all I said to her. You know what it was? It was probably the CBD. Because she's smoking blunts all the time. It's probably just THC. And I think it was probably the CBD that helped. Because CBD is so powerful. It really is. Like, it helps a lot. Like, it doesn't get you high. Like, CBD is not getting you, like, stoned. You get, like, a sense of relaxation. But it doesn't get you, like, high, high. But it kind of works. It kind of just makes you feel normal. It kind of helps you to ease back into, like, normalcy. Like, it's calming like if you're having an anxiety attack it's great if you're having like inflammation somewhere it's great like i really like the cbd yeah i think like more people room, huh? being aired out it's, that's how i feel about cbd um that's the perfect description that is like the perfect description mm-hmm. it really is i love that mm-hmm. i love that i'm gonna use that one cbd is like a clouded room or cbd clears out a clouded room mm-hmm. It really does. It really does. It's like, like if you have inflammation, you literally feel like the puffiness is <laughs> <laughs> dissolving. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, really, you are so right. Yeah, it's like because it's it's still like a body high, you, you know. Yeah, so you feel it. You do. You honestly feel it. I'm glad you gave it a try. I'm glad you were open. I'm glad you gave it a chance. I'm glad you were willing to to do that. Um, that's some good shit. 
Mm-hmm. And I like that brand, Juna. Mm-hmm. Um, it's female-owned, female. which I love the small female-owned brands. Like, I know it's literally, like, it's hers. Like, that's her brand. Juna has three different tinctures as of my most recent knowledge. I know they had the the gold drops, which is like a CB, or no, the gold drops are a THC, shiny, happy, and present tincture. It's your sativa-dominant tincture. Um... She also has the jade, which is the one that you had. The jade is the one-to-one. So it's half THC, half CBD. Mm. That's the one that I gave you. It's literally like split right in half. There's different ratios. Like you can do like one to fours, like 30 to one, or like a one to three, like depending on how much CBD and how much CBD you want. Like the one that I keep on my bed, it's a one to three. So it has one part CBD and three parts THC. So it's mainly THC, but it has a good amount of CBD too. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's great to have both just because they work so well together. Right. And it's like CBD can also like counteract the effects of THC. So like for you, for example, if you have a lot of anxiety surrounding consuming edibles, it can be good for you just because the CBD helps calm the effects of the THC. So you'll feel calm as you're experiencing the high of the edible. Okay. You know, so it'll help any anxiety. Because, like, sometimes if you go into eating an edible, like, expecting it to be a bad trip, you can kind of manifest that just because you're having negative thoughts surrounded by it. So I think the CBD kind of helps calm you down before you even, like, get to that point. Right. Yeah. I'm glad you explained that because I didn't know that until you explained to me previously, you know? Mm-hmm. Most people don't understand the difference between CBD and THC. Yeah, so. and that's why we just need education. We really do. We really need to just educate everyone on on cannabis. But I just, it's just hard just because it's so hard to break the stigma. As much as I want to eliminate it, I, f- I just feel like it's just, it's not happening fast enough for me. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's like people are still behind. I mean, I understand. No, I just feel like people are always just going to be set in their ways and have an opinion. You know? Yeah. Um, it is what it is. And it's habit. You know? It's habit, too. It, it is habit. You know, people get into this groove, and it's like there's new things, but it's like it's more expensive. All of a sudden, there's a, a tax on it. You know, you got to pay an extra 20 bucks, you know. And it's like, I mean, I, I it makes sense as to why some people would still want to continue to do it the old way. Right. Just because the old way is easier. Personally, like I did vote for recreational legalization. And honestly, I regret it. Just because, I mean, I, I appreciate everything that it's become, but I do miss the good old days. And if you were part of that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> you know, like, this shit's cool. Like, legalization, like, the fancy shops and, and all that, it's great. And I'm, I'm glad that everything is done in a much cleaner and safer way. But we definitely had a lot more fun back then. Mm-hmm. A lot more fun. Like, it didn't feel, like, nowadays, working in a legal dispensary feels like I'm working in, like, 
Nordstrom or something. Nordstrom. I mean, yeah, like it's like okay, the last shop I was at was like high end. I was in like high end cannabis, like the bougiest of the bougiest. (laughs) Okay, like like two days after my birthday, my my ID expired. Well, my driver's license um expired, and they wouldn't let me in. It was only like two days after. Yeah, it's it's. (laughs) I mean, it's like everything's by the book, and there's no samples allowed, and like you can't even smell the weed. And it's like, I mean, I get it. I understand why. I understand that it's unsanitary in some ways understand why we can't be giving away free stuff anymore i mean i i get it but like i said we really just had a lot more fun back then it felt a little bit better so i know there's a lot there's a lot of shops out there that are still holding on to like these old ways and like i understand like it was it was a much better time and it's unfortunate that that way of going about it now is illegal um I do know there's plenty of things that are for the best. For example, like the prepackaged eighths. <laughs> I get why we have to have prepackaged eighths. I get why we have to make sure everything is tested. But it is a little strict. The taxes are a little high. And, you know, I do miss the way it used to be. And I do understand why there's so many people out there that, that choose not to even engage with the new way of going about things. But just understand your risk. Understand that when you're going into these places that you don't really know where you're consuming. You know, the testing probably isn't accurate at all. The product that you're consuming is probably not organic. Um, there's probably stuff in there that you don't want to consume. I mean, this is, this is just the reality. This is just the reality of it. This is just the reality of the black market. They don't have the same resources as the legal market does. So like I said, you just you don't really know what's going on. Just go into it being super cautious. Um, understand if you're in a legal dispensary, or, or I'm sorry, understand that if you're in an illegal dispensary that you're taking a risk as well. You can get in trouble for that. If it gets raided while you're in there, you can get in trouble for that. So just be careful. Everyone be careful out there. Just be safe and, you know, do what's best for you. That was good. That was a nice um, conversation about bad trips. I think that's beneficial because, you know, everyone has had a bad trip Yeah. when it comes to weed. I feel like everyone has experienced at one point or the other having a negative feeling toward weed. And that's why you have to be educated. That's why you have to know what works for you and really pay attention. Like, don't go your whole life just buying weed, not knowing what the strain is, and, like, maybe sometimes you have a good experience and sometimes you don't. Right. Um, you got to have that good experience and know what gave you that good experience. That why that way you can consume things like that in the future. Right. You know, like, me personally, I know that cannabis that has limonene in it makes me feel really good. I know that cannabis that has pinene in it gives me a lot of anxiety so I choose to avoid strains that have those specific terpenes and which ones um have pinene in it like if you were to like just name some at the top of the dome like Jack Herrera Mm -hmm. Durban Poison Mm -hmm. so like sativas certain sativas like the brightest and, like, the most potent with, the, like, the piniest smell. Like, those ones, 
if you smell a sativa and it smells like really strong, I mean, if you get anxiety with weed, I'd say avoid it or consume very little. I agree. I consume very little because that's the shit that makes me trip. Like, Jack Carrere makes me feel so anxious. Mm-hmm. And my heart starts racing. My mind starts racing. I can't relax. No, I, 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 <laughs> It's I not euphoric. <laughs> I think, and that's uh, part of the reason why I don't smoke sativa. Yeah, I should see your face. She's like, bitch, I am not. But listen, you have to know what works for you. Like, exactly. not all sativa is is equal right. at all. People try sativa once, and unfortunately, it's something with pinene. Unfortunately, it's a jack career, right? And they have a bad trip. But not all of them, yeah. Definitely. Not all of them. No. Some of them are chill. Like that that bong hit, that first bong hit that you just took just now, mm-hmm. that was a sativa. No, I know. I, <laughs> I do it now. Right. But I'm saying like like how you said it had the pinene in it. Like I just learned what what works for me. Yes. You know? And I am definitely an indica person. Gotcha. I've just become a hybrid person. Sativa's always my last option. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's not just because of the pinene, but it's just um, I haven't always enjoyed um, the high. No matter, you know, right. no matter what strain I get from it, it's just that I don't truly enjoy a sativa high. That's all it is. Right. You like the more calming feels. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm already an anxious, impulsive person. I don't need it to be added on. <laughs> <laughs> recognize that though <laughs> that you're in touch with that <laughs> I love that I love that I feel you and like I feel like I go through that too like I go through like different waves like sometimes I'll feel super energetic and I'm like oh my god all I want to smoke is indica mm-hmm. and then sometimes I'm like feeling a little bit more calm and like I feel like I need a little bit more energy so like I'm on sativa, but it's so weird because it's rare that I want them both at the same time. I try to do it that way. I try to like say, okay, like during the day, it's great for sativa. Right. Nighttime, it's great for indica, but sometimes during the day, I need an indica and that's totally fine. It really just depends on like the season, how, right. how close I am to my cycle or something, you know, right. different moods, different moon phases. How do you feel about exotics? <laughs> what do you mean exotics? Like the... You know, like, just like, you know, um, like, like, like the vegetables and stuff. You know, like, that's considered in the hood or your trap term, a Okay, okay. So, okay, so listen. Okay, so let me tell you, let me tell you about my recent experience. <laughs> Girl, okay. I'm not going to laugh. <laughs> okay, so... Like I said, I have been in like this high-end cannabis world for a minute now. You okay. know I have. You've been you've been seeing me like in in the high-end like West Hollywood right. cannabis industry. So I like 
I yeah, and like I have a totally different perception. I have a totally different perception. I don't see and I don't hear as much, or I hear or and see different things from you just because I know that you do like come across like a lot of the more black market stuff, you know. So it's like a different. It's two different things. So like, I wasn't familiar with this new term, this za, because back in my day or like even pre-legalization, I didn't hear anything about ZA. Like, I didn't hear that. Like, I feel like, I don't know where it came from. Maybe it's these rappers. Maybe it's these little trap rappers, the whole trap thing. I guess it's considered, like, exotic. That's what I learned. I just learned when I just went to, okay, I just went to Miami a couple weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago. And as I was walking around Miami, a bunch of guys were saying, like, Za. I got that za. I, I was like <laughs> I was like, what what is that? <laughs> I was like, what is za? I had no idea like what it was. So I asked someone, I'm like, hey, like, what is he talking about? And he was like, Oh, exotic. Za means exotic. And I'm like, exotic? Like, what do you mean? Like the top shelf shit? Like the best, like I guess the shit that just looks really good. And he's like, yeah, like, you know, exotic is like the top, the top shelf cannabis. And I'm like, okay, like, I understand because when I would be in the dispensaries, you know, we'd get a lot of tourists and they'd say like, where's the exotics at? And whenever they said the exotics, I knew they meant like the top shelf. I knew that they meant like the, the best quality cannabis that we have. Right. Show them the $80 eighths when they ask for the exotics. Right. So I understood what the person meant when they told me what this whole Zaza thing was. So I'm like, okay, like, when they say you want that Zaza or I got that Zaza, it's like, it's weed. It's like, okay, it's like some good shit, basically. Right. So I tried it <laughs> just it because was I was Zaza. so curious. You, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, it looked pretty. But it it smelled pretty, but right. it didn't do anything. Yeah. I smoked it. I didn't get high. And it's like, now I understand why people love Cali cannabis, because it actually gets you stoned. You know, like, it gets you high. Right. I don't know what this stuff was. It definitely did not. Yeah, it, like, breaks right down. You can crush it with your your fingers. Your not supposed to break down like this. (laughs) And I'm talking to you guys like my students right now. Like, it's not supposed to be sticking to your fucking fingers. (laughs) You're supposed to be like, oh, my God. You should be ripping your blunt. Oh, my God. It's so dusty. It didn't do anything. And I wasn't surprised. And, you know, I have a low tolerance. Like, I have a really low. Like, my tolerance is low. Like, I get high off of five milligrams. Like, I don't need much to get high. So, usually, like, a few hits, I feel something. I smoked, like, a half a blunt. And this stuff, I didn't feel anything. Like, it literally was just like, okay, I'm smoking it. It tasted yummy, kind of like a hookah. But it didn't get me high. What exactly za is, and I didn't hear about it until. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I smoked that (laughs) za. Actually, be having za now, and I'm like, oh, okay. 
But what I can say about the person I get my weed from, their dog was pretty nice. Okay. I felt it. I felt good. But I guess it's California. Florida. It's California. Yeah. I was in Florida. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, our we. I mean, our shit is going to do something regardless. For the most part. It'll do right. something. That stuff literally didn't do anything. I didn't feel anything. It's mm. so weird. It was so weird. I was like... Where did you get it from, like, right off the, like, um... The pier, like when you move, like right off the. Uh, I was like in South Beach. Okay, so you were on top. See, when I was out there, I got my weed from the hood. Oh, you were like in the hood part. Girl, when I say my weed was good, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because remember, I, w- I went to the projects. Like, right, right. I went to the you know the pork and bean projects. That's like where I was getting my weed from. That's what it's called. Pork and bean. Well, yes. Why is it called Pork and Bean? I don't know. Because it's got the Pork and Bean Project, right? I went with my friends. I went with my best friend and her best friend. So who was there? Who was where? At the project. Girl with the hood. You guys went to go see it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on um, 48, uh, 48. What is that? What's that show? 48 Hours? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was on there. Oh, okay. And we went to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> we were acting like L.A. tourists. <laughs> and, and then we stayed in like, we went to like the Haitian areas. We went, um, let me see. It's on my Instagram. Mike just came out. It's okay. It's on my Instagram. We were in one of the songs, girl. I believe. Well, any, well, anyways, point is, I was in the hood, and they had some pretty good weed. It wasn't L.A. weed, of course, but it was some pretty good weed. So I suggest that you don't get your weed from South Beach. Find somebody in the hood. <laughs> yeah, I did not go anywhere near. I was the like, hood? just, no. Girl, you did touristy stuff. Okay, so... When I decided to go to Miami, my mind was, you know, tropical, relaxing on the beach, chilling, sitting in a a hammock, drinking some, um, what's it called, rum out of a pineapple. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do yoga. I wanted to stretch. I wanted to run. I wanted to work out. Like, I went for relaxation just because... I don't know why I thought this, but my mindset was like, oh, Miami, I can relax on the beach. You know, I could chill. So when I arrived, (laughs) yeah, when I arrived, it was nothing like I thought it was going to be. It was nothing like I wanted. It was nothing. It was not. It was just like so many people, so many men, so many men just being weird. Like, just the way that they talked to me. Like, I did not like the way that they talked to me. I did not like the way they looked at me. One man walked up to me and just started rubbing my body. Like, he literally put his hands around my body, started touching me everywhere. Like, I got completely violated. And it was like, why? Mm. Why did you just walk up to me and start touching me? Yeah, their approach out there is very aggressive. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's not cute. I'm used to getting respect and, like, I didn't realize, like, how much respect I actually get here in California. The way that people interact with me, the way that people talk to me, I feel like it's very, like, respectful. And when I went out there, it was just, like... What a shawty. <laughs> not even that. Just, like, damn, look at those titties. Shit like that. You know? It's, like, 
if you say, oh, damn, she fine, like, I'm not going to talk shit about that. I'm not going to say, oh, he can't or she can't say she's fine. Like, okay, acknowledge a beautiful person. You know, when people are lit, they're going to speak their mind. You see a beautiful person, wow, she's beautiful, she's sexy. I don't even mind that she's sexy. It's just when you get to the... Touching Damn you. those titties or... You know, just, you know, the, the nasty comments. Yeah. Just because it's just like, it's, it's, it's inappropriate. I don't mind that shit when it's the person I'm fucking. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that shit when it's my bae. Like, I don't mind it. But when it's a stranger, it just, it just doesn't feel good. And I just feel like men out there feel like they have the right to do that because I'm a woman. You know, I really feel like their view on women is just not as equal as it is here. They're a little bit, like, behind in time. Yeah. Out there. I, I fully <laughs> I fully agree. Um, because I, I didn't have quite the experience of, damn, look at those titties. But I, like, definitely heard some way out shit. Like, old-ass men have no fucking manners. Like, where was your mama at? <laughs> like, that's how I felt. But, you know, like, I had a guy walk up to me, honestly, when I was at Tootsie's. I went to Tootsie's. There was a caravan out there. Is that how you say that? What is Tootsie's? Um, so when you go, it, there are exotic dancers, and you can leave. It's like a sports bar. The bitches are walking around. Titties out? Yeah. No, ass out. They're in their bikinis. Now, if you go to the second, it's, it's two floors. You go to the second level, then that's when it gets a little more, you know, private. I need to be on the second floor then. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun, but it was a guy in there, and he was like, yeah, if you, he just, I don't know why he said it to me, but he, yeah, if you was my bitch, I'd get your body done or something, right? And I didn't take it personally, but I could see how someone would. Like, what do you, what do I need done? You feel me? Right. You know? Or just the fact that you said that, like, what makes you think I, you know, that's that's the only one I want? Right. Why are you approaching me with that? You know, is that what bitches want out here? Because it's, you know, it, it was just, it was definitely a different experience. I'm pretty sure. That well, yeah, Miami's like the top place to get your body done. And I don't, I, I'm not against it at all. I've been a person that's probably straddled the fence. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely getting some work done. Yeah, you know, I'm not against it. Yeah, But I am at a point in my life, you know, um, getting ready to start touching in what we were getting ready to start talking about. I am definitely at a point in my life where I just feel like I'm satisfied with the way that I look, you know. Not that I don't feel like I can, I don't, you know, I don't have to go to the gym or anything. But I am more accepting of the way that I look. So thank God, you know, I wasn't yes. in the headspace that I was before. Right. That's perfect. Yeah. So that has to do with like the healing and everything. I love that. So yeah, I was able to laugh that off, but to be able to touch on it right now, they definitely handle us differently. They do. What I'm accustomed to. They do. Because I do get a lot more respect. I don't know how some bitches get treated in LA, but I do know that I am a woman that demands respect when I walk in the room. And that's just with my aura. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not trying to be cocky, but you don't have to talk to me any type of fucking way. <laughs> you don't have to treat me any type of fucking way. Yes. You know, we can vibe all day. I can be a homie, all of that, but. 
You're gonna fucking respect me. You're gonna fucking respect me. Period. That's it, man. That's all that I'm accepting. Yeah, so that's all that I'm accepting. I am not a woman that has experienced a lot of disrespectful men. There are disrespectful men, but mm -mm. you don't let that shit even slide or happen. No. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. And like, it happens to me. All the time, too. Like, I get the most disrespectful messages. And the thing is, they don't even realize that they're being disrespectful. They don't who is? They don't even realize that the way that they're talking to me isn't nice. And it's because it's just normalized in other places. Right. But I'm quick to correct. I'm quick to let someone know, like, hey, no, you can't talk to me like that. Yeah. You can't. I'm sorry. And I feel like that <laughs> needs to be normalized as well. You know? Um, letting for, it be known, yeah. You know, to let things be known and then you don't take offense. It's just that's my preference. That's the way that I want you to treat me. So even though you may not agree with it, respect it. The same way I'm going to, you know, I don't agree with the way that you just approach me. But, hey, that's the way you were raised, I guess. So I respect it. It is what it is. You're just not going to talk to me that way. Exactly. You know, I'm not going to deal with you. You're not going to have my time of day after we have these exchanges already. Yep. And that's the perfect way to go about it. <laughs> that is the perfect way to go about it, protecting your energy. Yes. And that's where it's necessary to to make a decision, you know, because we all have free will. And where you're putting your attention is where you're putting your energy. So if you're entertaining people that disrespect you, it's kind of self-inflicted because yeah. we have a choice. We can walk away. We can stay. It's really mm. It's really up to us. Like, just us in general, like, I see so much growth in in everything, in, in how we look, in our tone of voice, in our bodies, and I just, I just feel so much stronger now, and so much wiser now, and I feel like it's because I was that version of myself, because I was that version where I was really taking the time to heal, and I'm, I'm still doing that. I'm still healing. You know, my healing journey is, is still... It's still going. I'm not done yet. But I've made progress. And I've made that progress because I, I, got, I got comfortable in it. I welcomed it. I welcomed the pain. I welcomed the suffering. I, I just kind of had to allow it to pass on by. Right. You welcomed the change. I welcomed the change. Yeah. And like I said, growing pains. Like so many times I ask myself, why is this happening to me? Why am I going through this right now? And it's so sucky. And like, I've had so many badass experiences. But after the bad experiences, shit just gets better. And it's like, okay, like, you know what? I just had a bad experience. I'm pretty sure another one is going to come someday. When pr when previously it was like, oh, I'm never going to let that happen to me again. I'm never going to. No. I'm just not going <laughs> to give a fuck. Like, just that, you know, very immature thought process. <laughs> now I'm like, okay, so this is what happens. This is what life is about. We go through shit. We, we grow through. We grow through what we go through. Right. We grow through what we go through. That shit is so real. We really do. So I'm a little bit more accepting of a lot of things. Definitely. Shit's happening that... You know, prior to this, I'd probably be freaking the fuck out. But I just have so much trust now. I just know, like, okay, like, this this may be bad, but it's okay. Because everything's going to work out, because it always does. Right. I spend so much time worrying. I'm done. 
I'm really done worrying. No, seriously. I'm really done <laughs> worrying. <laughs> I'm chilling. I am chilling. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your company. Morgan and I, that's Morgan at PL Canvas on Instagram. Uh, Morgan and I are going to be coming back on the next episode of the Wellness Wednesday podcast to talk about healing and just how important it is to feel your feelings and heal through them. So be sure to, to join us for the next episode and I hope you have a happy, healthy, sexy, fun, and productive day. Until next time.